All right, let's turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14. And this morning, we will just be bringing the word of hope and encouragement to us. Let me say something quickly about people that feel as if the previous year or the previous years has been one that you had dashed expectation. That means that your expectation literally just broke into two. Let me say something quickly here. Um, when God made man, it was not the will of God that man will fall. But the fall of man brought something bigger for humanity. Because the fall of man brought something bigger. If Adam did not fall, we will never have the experience where we will say that God is living inside us. We will have been like Adam, wonderful life, but we will never have the experience where God living inside us. What am I saying to you? When you have, when you come to a point in your life where you feel as if, you know, things did not go well, things fell apart, things broke down and it didn't work out fine, don't give up. See, you have no choice than to keep going on. If you give up, because of something not go well, you are only going to ruin the future. Because when you give up, you don't try again. And when you don't try again, you know what happens? There's no future again. When you don't try again, there's no future again. So if something not go well last year, let's say that you weren't set a business didn't go well. Let's say you lost the money. Let's say you, you lost a relationship, didn't go well. I mean, get up and do something again. Don't go to the cycle of depression where you become suicidal and you start saying that things are not working out again. Listen to me. It says, remember not what the former things, neither consider what the things of old. It said, behold, I do what? A new thing. Is it not amazing that when God, is it not amazing? Is it not amazing that when Adam fell, God did not get depressed? God did not say, oh my God, look at the handwork of my hand. Adam fell. God did not get depressed. He didn't get depressed. He said, behold, I do a new thing. And let me say something to you, to this. Don't be so attached personally with your goals. Some people say things like, ah, if I don't marry this year, that is it. I'll be sad. Listen, don't say things like that. Don't say, if I don't buy my house this year, that is I'm a failure. That is why people get into trouble. Because they are so attached to their goals. So they say things like, if I don't get married, that is it. If I don't win an election, that is it. Your goals don't define you. Praise the Lord. You define your goals. This is the reason why people get into trouble. So what happened is that they don't get married and they think that life is gone wrong because they are not married. So they don't buy a house and they think life is gone wrong because they don't buy a house. And they come under extreme pressure. So I want to say that just to you quickly. So no matter how this year is, you know, no matter how last year is. And let me say something to you. The fact that last year wasn't good doesn't mean that this year will not be good. Because your past has nothing to do with your future. Hey, that's why he told you. He said, remember what? Not the former things. Neither consider the things of old. Listen to me. If you keep remembering yesterday, you cannot go forward. If you don't let your yesterday go, yesterday will not let your future be. If you don't allow your yesterday to go, your future will be hindered. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Okay, so let, let's, read, let's read the word of God. Amen. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. 
Matthew chapter 14, verse 23. Matthew chapter 14, verse 23. The Bible says, and when he had sent the multitude away, he went into a mountain to pray apart. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. And the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. You know, the first thing I notice here is this. That what got Jesus into problem was the fact that he was praying. You know why? Because if he wasn't praying, he would be where? He would be with the disciples in what? In the boat. He would be right there in the boat with what? With the disciples. You see, have you taken a spiritual decision before and it begins to backfire on you? And you wonder that, ah, doesn't God realize I'm doing this for him? Listen to me. The reason why you come under pressure for the spiritual decisions you are, go, you are taking, it's not because God is fighting you. It's because Satan wants you to lose faith in God. That's why he attacks your relationship. That's why he attacks your marriage. That's why he attacks your job. He wants, he, he's just attacking like he attacked Job. He wants to bring you to the point where you can be like, you know God, curse God and die. That's what Satan wants you to do. He wants to bring you to the point where you can just like, God is not a good God. God doesn't love me. God is not faithful. He wants you to say profound things from your mouth. And that's when you come to church. It's when you come to church that someone bashed your car. So you say, you know what, I'm never going to church again. Satan is happy with that. It's when you come to church. Now you've been dating all those girls you met in the world where you're not born again in the club. And all the girls, it didn't work out. You're not met a girl in church. And the girl did worse more than what the other girls did. And you're like, oh my God. I thought church girls were better. And the reason why that happens to you is that Satan is trying to get to you. He's trying to make you lose faith in God. He's putting pressure. Have you ever fasted and prayed about something? And the thing got worse as soon as they start fasting and praying. And the reason why is this. It's not as though the things God was. Satan is just putting extra pressure that you will give up on the things of God. So the Bible says this, that as Jesus was praying, all of a sudden the boat moved into the center of the sea. The boat moved into the center of the sea. So let's keep reading now. The Bible says this. Verse, what are we? What? 20? Yes. The Bible says that and no, no, 29. Oh, I thought you said 20. And at the fourth watch of the night, oh, this is powerful. Let me read from verse 24 again. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed for the waves. For the wind, take note of this. For the wind was what? No, that's weak. For the wind was what? For the wind was contrary. So the Bible says this. And the disciples saw him, saw who? Saw Jesus. Walking, um, verse 25 says, and in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. You know, I told you, I said that our word for this year is what? It's I'm focused and what? Unstoppable. And focus means this. You Focus means this. For you to pay attention to what God has said to you in his word and by the prompting of the Holy Spirit, Unstoppable means for you that you are victorious irrespective of situations and what circumstances. That's very powerful. Hallelujah. When you say I'm unstoppable, I'm declaring that I'm victorious. I achieve results irrespective of situation, irrespective of what circumstances. So watch this now. So Jesus was praying 
And as he was praying, this is very powerful, the, sh the, the ship had gone into the middle of the sea and the wind was still contrary. You know what just Christ said? Jesus just said, if the boat is in the middle of the sea and the wind is, is contrary, I am unstoppable. Guess what? I'm still going to go forward. Unstoppable means that although the circumstances have not changed, he does not change my resolution. I'm still going to have a testimony with the with or with or with not all the things that happen. The Bible says, and Jesus began to move there. So let's keep reading now. So when you, so when you are unstoppable, you are not waiting for the situation to change. For you to have a testimony. You are not saying to yourself that, you know, I don't know what this year will bring, good or bad. As a matter of fact, the year doesn't bring anything. Glory to God. What a year is, is what you make out of it. The Bible says that in Genesis 1, that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Meaning this, that listen, whatever season you are in, what happens in that season is what you create. So I'm not waiting for something to happen to me. I am busy creating what I want to see. I'm not waiting for something to happen to me. I am busy creating what I want to see. Somebody say hallelujah. Okay, so let's keep reading. The Bible says this. <laughs> and when, Verse 26. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying... It is a spirit and cried out of fear. And straight away, Jesus said unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I. Verse 28. And Peter answered and said, Lord, if, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. The question I want to ask is this. Why didn't Peter just step out of the water and go and meet Jesus. After all, he could see Jesus. Peter understood that before you step out like that, you must step out not in your own understanding. You must step out on a word given to you. So what Peter said was very simple. He said, Lord, you give me the word. Once you give me the word, why? Because the word of God by itself is powerful. So Peter said, hey, I'm going to step out of the boat. Some of you want to step out and start a business. Some of you want to step out into a marriage. Some of you want to step out into an engagement. Some want to step out and relocate. But before you relocate, the basic ingredient you need before you step out is a word from heaven. Peter could have just jumped out of the boat and walked to Jesus. Why did Peter say, Lord, beat me to come? Because Peter realized that if I step out of my own i am on my own so what i need to do is to get a word from god why because faith coming by hearing and hearing about the word of god that's the first reason and the second reason is this the word of god is so powerful that when god says come there will be nothing that can sink you again because there's a word that says come. When God says come, even if a shark is there, you become untouchable because God's word is so powerful, it must produce what it says. Somebody say amen. And that's why this year, as we step into this year, what is the word for us? Well, we're what? Focus and what? Unstoppable. That's the word of God. We are focused and unstoppable. So, what does that do to us? Number one, why is the prophetic word important? Number one, because 
the word by itself is creative. God's word has the capacity to create what he says. Hallelujah. God's word by itself has the capacity to create what he says. God's word is creative. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is the story of Lazarus. You know, when, G- when Jesus Christ got to the tomb of Lazarus, you know what Jesus Christ didn't do? He didn't touch Lazarus. He didn't tap Lazarus. All he said was simple. He said, Lazarus, come forth. And because he said, come forth, and God's word cannot fall to the ground, Lazarus had to hear. Lazarus, see, it didn't matter if he was dead for four days. That did not matter. Because God's word said, come forth. You see what Isaiah 55 says. Isaiah 55, let's read verse 11. Oh, glory to God. I said, glory to God. Isaiah 55, verse 11. Isaiah 55, verse 11. See what the Bible says. It says, so shall my word be that goeth out of my mouth, it shall. He tells you that the word will return, but it shall not return to me void. That means once God says it, he doesn't come back to him. That word would manifest. I declare over your life today that every of God's word I spoken to you in the secret place, every of God's word I spoken to you in the private place would manifest in the name of Jesus Christ. So God said to Lazarus, so, so God says Lazarus, Lazarus was dead. He said, Lazarus, come forth. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says, you see, when, <laughs> somebody say hallelujah. How do you talk to a dead body? When God talks to dead body, bodies respond. You know why? Because when God talks to dead body, the body must respond. So for the body to hear, he has to be alive. So when God said, Lazarus, come forth, the Bible said, he that was dead came forth. You know, there's a joke we joke when we read the Bible. We said, what about if just Christ just looked at the tomb? I know those tombs those days are like, you don't bury one person in the tomb. It's a lot of people that are buried in the tomb. So if he just looked at the tomb and just said, come forth. What will happen? Glory to God. You know what will happen? Dead bodies of 200 years. Dead bodies of 50 years. <laughs> you will see all the dead bodies. You just get up. Elijah will just get up. He said, why are you going to? Elijah said, I'm also here. Why? Because everything that is dead can be brought back to life by the spoken word of God. Hallelujah. Can I prophesy today? Every dead dream is coming to life. Every dead business is coming to life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Listen to me. The Bible says the expectation of the righteous. And that's what I'm saying to you. Don't enter 2019 casually. The expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. I speak over you today. Your expectation will not be cut short. So the first reason why the word is important is this. God's word is creative. But the word is not only creative. God's word is an anchor. Can I get, um, where's that brother again? You know. Come, my brother. Can I get someone that has a good belt? Anyone that has a good belt here? A good belt, not a paddle, paddle belt. Is it a good belt? Are you sure? All right. Let, let, let me get 
one more person. I need, I, I need one more volunteer. Where, where is everybody there? They saw at the back today. I, I, I'm looking for someone that is. Oh, why am I looking too far? Dr. Famura, why is here? Doc. Dr. Famura, please come. Oh, he's my very good friend. Doc, come. He's a reverend doctor, as a matter of fact. Doc, how are you? Good. Hold the microphone for me. God's word is an anchor. This is what an anchor is. Brother, you are very slim. That's good. Doc, this is what you have to just have to hold him like this. That's all. So, why is the prophetic word important? We say God's word is what? That's weak. God's word is what? Watch this. Doc, leave him alone. Just move back a little, Doc. When you're going to 2019 and you don't have an anchor, things will hit you. And let me tell you something. If someone says things not hit you, that's not the truth. Because God did not say you not pass through things. He said you overcome things. Glory to God. So when you go to 2019, before you know it, you get the doctor's report. You'll get up again. Before you know it, something happens to your finance. you get up again. Before you know it, um, your boyfriend you've been following for seven years. That when did he have a job? You send him pocket money. Finally got a job in Chevron. And the third month of getting the job, sent to a letter. There's, you are the best girl I've ever seen in my life. You were smiling. He said, you are so good, you are too good for me. That's why I've decided that I must let you go. And that one also hits you. <laughs> the, business, the contract you had with NNPC, they just called you and said that, you know what? There's a certain government policy. And that one also what? Hits you. Get up, sir. When things hit you, why do you fall? Listen to me. You fall not because of the things that hit you. You fall because you are not anchored. Watch it now. So now, <laughs> you know the thing? The problem with most Christians is this. When they go through life, someone say, be strong. Listen to me, brother. I don't try to be strong. I don't always try to be strong in life. You know why? I don't need to be strong. I only need to be connected to the strong one. Because if I'm strong, the strength is based on my ability. But when I'm connected to the one that can never get tired, the one that is strength is inexhaustible, the one that says yes and no man can say no. The one that is the ancient of the... The one that is strength in himself. Listen to me. I can never lose a battle. So, he's now connected. <laughs> he's now connected. So, when he goes and see the doctor. And doctor says, you, you can't have a child. You have low sperm count. And that won't hit him. He wants to fall. But uncle holds. <laughs> When he gets to the office and they say you have been demoted, 
he wants to fall, but anchor holds. When the guy breaks up with her, he wants to fall, but anchor holds. People are wondering, why are you so strong? Because they cannot see the invisible anchor that you are connected to. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Oh my God. You know, I don't know if you went to boarding school. Not the current boarding school where they eat Chinese. No, the real boarding school. The real, the real boarding school. Real boarding school where you eat beans and, um, and, 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 uh, and, and some ants inside. Praise God. That, that's the real boarding school. You know, did you go to boarding school? When you go to boarding school, listen to me. And you walk on senior's floor. When you're a junior, you walk on senior's floor. Listen to me, when there's nobody with you, there's a way you walk and run. You even don't dare walk in. But it behind you is the head boy. All of a sudden, you're a junior. But you chest out and start walking majestically. Not because seniors are not there again. Because there's someone that is behind you that you're connected to. Listen to me, this 2019, you're not going to walk in it in fear. Oh my God. You are not going to walk in it. You are going to walk boldly. You are going to walk unashamed. You are going to walk victoriously. And they're going to wonder what is the problem. They say there's someone behind me. There's someone that goes before me. There's someone that is at my back. The God of the ancient army. He's my God. This is the God of the armies of Israel. The one that's never lost a battle before. He's the one that told the gate. Everlasting gate. He said lift up your heads all ye gate. And the lifting of ye everlasting doors. They say who are you? He said let the king of glory come in. He is a king strong and mighty. If you believe, stand on your feet and shout hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen, how, you know what we're hearing? So say, why are you so confident? Because, see, I'm not, this is the point. Psychologists say, believe in yourself. They'll say, psych yourself. They'll say, just charge yourself. Just your, because the point of psychology is always self. What you see? Very often, we come to the end of ourselves. But when I'm connected to Christ, I don't have to psych myself. I just remind myself all the time that when my strength is finished, that the life I live, I live by the faith of Son of God. <laughs> my God. <laughs> you know, I saw a translation this morning of Galatians 2.20. And this, it's called the Distilled Bible. This translation said this. He said, he said, I've died before. But now I'm alive. And it's not really me that I'm alive. Because I'm still dead. As a matter of fact, it's Jesus using my body to live. <laughs> That's the translation of the Bible. You know what it means? That means as I go through this year, I'm not depending. You know the thing? You always look at your strength and look at your battle. That was the problem with all Israelites apart from David. But when David got so, when all of them saw Goliath, they looked at themselves and looked at Goliath. When David came, David did not look at himself. He looked at his God and looked at Goliath. And all of a sudden, Goliath shrunk in size. He shrunk in size. Your problem is big based on who you're comparing it to. You didn't hear what I said. Your problem is huge. Your problem is humongous based on who you're comparing it to. You have a financial problem because you compare it to your bank account. You have a big problem because you compare it to your salary. But when you compare your problem to your God, the one that the old earth, the Bible says, is sits in heaven and even heaven is made of, of gold. When you compare it to him, then your problem loses shape and value and becomes really small. 
Glory to God. I said glory to God. This is powerful. Oh, glory. This is awesome. So I don't have to be strong. All I just need is to be anchored. I'm so saying, how do I get anchor? Anchor is just look, just the word is the anchor. So when I go to January, and it seems as if things are not working, you say, this year, I'm unstoppable. It's not, someone say, someone say, yeah, yeah, you want to fall? I'm unstoppable. I, I'm, I'm unstoppable. And the reason why is that I'm anchored on something bigger than me. Somebody say hallelujah. Thank you, Doc. Look at him and say, I'm unstoppable. Look at him and say, I'm unstoppable. Let's finish the text. Oh, glory to God. This is getting really powerful. I'm unstoppable. In my finance, I'm unstoppable. In my health, I'm unstoppable. In my relationship, I'm unstoppable. My kids are unstoppable. I thought you were going to say the same thing. My kids are unstoppable. My career is unstoppable. My business is unstoppable. I'm growing in leaps and bounds. In the name of Jesus Christ, I'm making tremendous progress. I'm breaking records. I'm setting new records for myself. I'm breaking records. I'm setting the pace in my company. I'm setting the pace in my industry. I'm setting the pace in my family. Hallelujah. I'm unstoppable. The barriers that helped me before are becoming relevant because I've gone beyond them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, glory to God. Okay? Verse 20, 28. And Peter answered and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come on the water. And Jesus said, come. And when Jesus Christ said, come, the Bible says, Peter was come down to the water. See, the word of God is so powerful, as soon as Peter received it, he all of a sudden had an ability he didn't have before. Before that time, Peter could not walk on water. But when God was entered him, the ability he didn't have before, he had it. When God says you are focused, now you have become focused. You might have been a disfo- you might have been someone that was um, that didn't have focus before. But now that you receive the word of God and you believe the word of God, that focus gets into you. When God's word says you have become unstoppable, see that nature that makes you unstoppable gets into you. So let's, let, let's, let, let's, let's keep reading it. This is powerful. And Peter was come now out of the ship. And he walked to, to the water to go to Jesus. What, watch this. He walked to the water to what? To go to Jesus. Then something happened in verse 13. And he saw the boisterous wind. And it was what? And began to what? Ah, sir, excuse me please. I, have a, I want to ask you a question. Was it when it got down from the water that the storm began? Yes or no? Was the storm there before? So question, what did he see that he had not seen before? Then, second question, why did he begin to sink? Watch this. <laughs> Glory to God. Tolu, Come. This is powerful. Just stand where you are. Brother Buckner, please come. Please stand where you are. This is Peter. Watch this. 
as long as Peter focused on Jesus, he was walking on the water. But along the line, he decided to change his focus. See, let me say something to you. When you have been a Christian for a long time, you can begin to take certain things for granted. And you will not know until you see the results. And God will remind you that how you have begun to take certain things for granted. Simple thing like a confession. You will just get used to it. Simple things like praying in tongues. You will just get used to it. And you will not feel the power that comes with it. Peter got used to walking on water and looking at Jesus. And guess what? He turned around and looked at the storm. That's why this guy is in red, danger. And guess what? Peter did not realize the principle of focus. What you become is what you focus on. As soon as he turned and looked at the storm. See, what you don't know is this. He thought he was just looking. He didn't understand that the storm was communicating something to his heart. As soon as the storm communicated fear to his heart, fear entered. He began to sink. Listen to me. The water was, the water was not deep and when he began to sink, same water. What made him sink was not something outside. It was because something changed inside. And when that thing changed inside, it began to sink. This year, you are going to have options. What are the options? You are going to have options to believe what Jesus Christ has said and done. Or you are going to have options to look at the world. You are going to read things on Lida Ikeji. How marriages are getting divorced. How people are dying from suicide. And the more you look at it, that's what you become. The more you look at it, that's what you become. You are going to read in Financial Times how dollar is low. How dollar is high. How far price is low. How far price is gone. How distance is. And the more you look at that, that's what you become. You have a choice. Watch this now. The storm was there before Peter got out of the storm. Why did Peter look at the storm? I'm, what I'm saying to you is this. There will be storms in 2019. But choose what you want to look at. Because what you focus on will determine what you will become. Your focus will determine what you become. If I were you, I'm going to focus on the word of God. And that's why, listen, this 21 days we are fasting and praying. You know why we are fasting and praying? We want to sharpen our focus. We want to, we want to build our anchor deep and firm. I'm going to focus on Jesus. How do I focus on Jesus? Jesus, I'm going to go to his word. I'm going to hear what his word says. So when I get to work and they say they're going to lay down 1,000 people, I can go back home and keep thinking, hey, 1,000 people, I'm looking at the storm. I'm looking at the storm. I'm looking at the storm. They will lay off 1,000 people. The more I think of the fact that they will lay off 1,000 people, what will happen to me? I will begin to what? Sink. But the more I think about it, that promotion comment not from the, what did just Christ say? promotion cometh not from the east not from the west, but from the south, but from God. The more I begin to think about that, I begin to express promotion. You don't become your circumstances, you become what you focus on. And that's what the Spirit of God told us. This is our focus. Just imagine if Peter made up his mind not to look at the storm. He would have gladly walked to Jesus. Some of you you know what has happened to you? The problem you've had is not even the storm that happened to you. Something happened to your parents. 
Something happened to your political friends. Something happened to your family. And because of that, you've gotten to a place of carefulness. But it's not carefulness you are in. You are really in a state of fear. Where you are so afraid. Because in your mind, when there is storm, the way I overcome storm is by being careful. I'll, I'll be tiptoeing. You don't overcome storm by being careful. You don't overcome storm by fearing it. The way to overcome storm is by looking to Jesus. Because the storm leaves the outside and enters the inside. And you begin to sink. Glory to God. I said glory to God. So this year, focus. And that's why this year, you don't come to church regularly. You don't take Bible study seriously. This is not that kind of year. This is the kind of year where you must take time and meditate in the word. Until the word sinks down into your mind. Sinks into your spirit. Glory to God. God bless you. You can go back to your seat. So this year, we're going to participate. You're going to meditate in the word. Meditate in the word. What you focus on becomes who you are. What's your focus? So I say, you know, <laughs> it's amazing that what people run away from is what they become the most. Is that not true? You know why? Although they are running away from it, it's still their focus. And that's why they, so they say, ah, I, you know, what do you call it? I don't want to do a bad business investment. And because that's your focus, that's what you eventually do. Instead of saying, I don't want to do bad business investment, make your focus. I'm going to prosper, make good financial decision, do good investments. Glory to God. I say, Glory to God. This morning, we're going to speak into our future. We're going to speak into our future. Let's stand up and pray. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Lift up your hands and let's pray. Let's pray. Let's speak into our future. I want to begin to declare the things you want to see in 2019. I want to begin to declare the things you want to see in 2019. Hallelujah. Begin to declare. Declare over yourself. Declare over your children. Declare over your wife, over your husband, over your grandchildren the things you want to see. In 2019, declare the things you want to see in 2019. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Genesis 1 says something powerful. The Bible says in Genesis 1, and God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Meaning that blessings are communicated by words. Meaning that what? Blessings are what? Communicated by words. The second thing I want to know, blessings are game changers. The Bible says that when, when um, Isaac blessed Jacob, Esau came. And when Esau came, you know what Isaac told him? He said, he said, I'm sorry, I blessed your brother. And see the next word, he said, I have made him your master. Ah, how could he say so? The blessings are so powerful, it can change people's position. He said, I have made him your master. He said, you will save him forevermore. Ah, 
He's, he, he saw say, you are cursing me. He said, I'm not cursing you. I'm only telling you the impact of the blessing. And how our blessing communicated by words. You know something? Jacob did not take one inheritance of his father. But Jacob became richer than Esau, his brother. That's how powerful the blessing is. This morning, I want to speak blessings over your life for 2019. And what you have to do is to believe and receive it by faith. To what? Believe and receive it by faith. I declare over you in the name of Jesus Christ that no evil shall come near you. I declare over you no plague shall come near your dwelling place. In the name of Jesus Christ. This year, you will be the reference point that God answers prayers. When people are saying, God, answer my prayer. They will say, God, answer my prayer like you. In the name of Jesus Christ. I declare from your quarters, we will only hear news of joy. In the name of Jesus Christ. This year, you will be a thousand times more. You are going to break record in your family. You will break record in your home. You will break record in industry. You will break record all around. In the name of Jesus Christ, we speak multiplied grace, multiply ability in your finances, multiplication. There are new streams of income that are opening up for you. In the name of Jesus Christ, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. In the name of Jesus, put your hands on your chest and begin to prophesy. Begin to prophesy. Oh, all the blessings spoken, declare they are manifesting your life. With your mouth, appropriate it. With your mouth, appropriate it. Bragados, bragade, bragadestos, brengedoseta. Jesus name we pray Father we thank you in Jesus mighty name were you blessed this morning were you blessed this morning say I am blessed and 2019 is my year where I'm focused and I am unstoppable amen God bless you can have your seats